This episode of the Crown and Cowards podcast is sponsored in part by Busted Tees, your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friend's attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. To help keep our podcast free, order from Busted Tees by going to cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link. Click on the Busted Tees banner and then shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check that out. I know you're waiting for Daddy. It won't be long. Shout out, be patient because I'm coming to you. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and Collars Podcast, presented to you by the CSPN. I am one half of your host, as usual, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Black Panther, a.k.a. Uh, Still Confucius, a.k.a. Don't Be Wildin' on Air Green's Internet, a.k.a. I, too, would bite Beyonce if she would let me. And I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Hey, everybody. This is Tall Bianca XO on Twitter. Um, also known as Tall on T Rock and Heels Around Me, aka the biggest booty black supremacist of all, aka God. Okay, yeah, that's enough. Hello, <laughs> hi, welcome to my life. Well, Jeremy's in a little bit of a laugh to fit. Let's go ahead and pay some bills, shall we? Um, this show is brought to you by the Coastal the Podcast Network. You can find us at CSPN.us. You can find the Twitter feed at CSPN Media. Check out all our wonderful shows, which are posted there and on the website. You can also help keep our shows free by going to cspn.us, whether on your mobile phone or on your desktop. Find that Keep Our Podcast free tab, click behind there. That'll get you to the sponsors page. And all the details will be listed for the various sponsors we have, whether it's that O-Toy code for adamandyourtoys.com, whether it's clicking through the Buster Tees to save 40% off of your order, whether it's just clicking through to Amazon to do your regular old shopping, or to get an audible free 30-day trial plus a free book. Many ways to save, many ways to be a smart consumer in this capitalist society, so, yes, um, keep our shows free. Help us out in that way. And we greatly appreciate it. So, thank you. Correct. Um, oh, Lord. I was laughing because I, um, before we before we started recording, we were discussing <laughs> a Russian bot calling Bomana Jones a big booty supremacist. What it was, a big booty black supremacist? Yes, race baiting big booty black supremacist. Which... And I had not been, I did not know of this until Bianca told me before we recorded. And that was the funniest shit I've heard all goddamn thing. <laughs> now, for anybody who's seen Bomani Jones, and I say this is someone who's met him before and things are compatible between he and I then, and I'm sure they still are now, um, Bomani is skinny. <laughs> A big booty black supremacist. <laughs> First of all, what the fuck does that mean? Like, Bomani is a slim guy, he, and, and he always has been, and you know, presumably always will be. And yet, yeah, the, this this Russian bot took it upon itself to call him a big booty black supremacist. Um, all, no, no Russian bot, you were not adding Jason Whitlock. First off, uh, Secondly, right. go on. All right. First of all. Take size out of it before before we even get into the practicality of this insult and the logistics of this insult. Just a big booty black supremacist. What the fuck? First of all, first of all, could you just imagine a motherfucker being uh this oh shit? I guess bootyist. Like, what? could you just imagine a motherfucker being that goddamn staunch? On big asses that he's a supremacist, he or she is a supremacist. Could you imagine that shit? <laughs> Ass power. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. It don't come in the Beyonce. If you got a big booty and a big ass, just shake it. <laughs> Turn it. Turn it to the, the Clayton Bixby ass. 
I'm sorry. Listen, I know that city. You ain't got the land, but that shit is hilarious to me. A fucking big booty black supremacist. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Okay, that was funny to me. That was the... Listen, I got that. I, I get... I, normally, Russian bots are very dry, um, but that shit was funny. Because I hadn't... Like, I hadn't been paying attention to Bobani's tweets in a minute, and there's no, I it's, it's no shade to him. I just hadn't been paying attention because I barely pay attention to a lot of people's tweets nowadays. But I ain't know that shit happened, and that shit had me fucking crying before we started to record. So big booted black supremacy. I had the joy of waking up to that yesterday morning. That is fucking hilarious. That is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. So whew, okay. So, yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, you can like the show, share the show, um, share the links um, on Twitter or shit on Facebook. I mean, I'm rather on Facebook, but I make a cameo every now and then. You can post it, share it, and I'll see it, and all that, all that good stuff. Um, you can use the hashtag Crown and Collars when you're listening to the show. You can leave us reviews and ratings, and all that good stuff, um, and we'll read them on the air. So. Thank you for everyone that takes the time out to do that and shout with all of our sponsors and all that good shit. So uh yeah, so with that let's get into um let's get into the show. So um I if you know me or have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, y'all know good and damn well. Um I prefer the uh, pros to college on um, sports in general. Uh, and y'all know I don't watch none of the I don't watch college basketball until the tournament, and really only when it gets down to the nitty and the gritty. Uh, <clears throat> so this I have way of making excuses for missing the sister Jean story. Continue. Pretty damn much. Pretty damn much. I have not been privy to the sister Jean sister Jean story until we pregame and started recording. And I looked it up, and I saw this adorable this adorable old woman. And right now, I'm rooting for everybody that Sister Jean is rooting for. So, yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking with it, and I'm sticking to it, goddammit. Correct. Um, so, our final four for the uninitiated is Loyola, Chicago. Represent, represent. Um, I went to a summer camp at Loyola, New Orleans, so I am representing tangentially. Even though they are not the same school, they both have Loyola in the name. That's all that matters to me. Um, I believe Loyola, Chicago is the Wolves, if I remember right. Um the Ramblers? Okay, that works. Um, so, yeah, so the Ramblers, then you have the Michigan Wolverines is their opponent. And then on the other side of the bracket, we have Villanova will face Kansas. And the winner of those pairs of games will see each other in the championship on Monday. Um, mm. I'm excited. I'm excited for two reasons. One, UNC is no longer involved, and two, Duke's no longer involved. I think everybody in their grandma roots against Duke. Except for all of the People who love Duke, including the sizable portion of black folks who love Duke, which I never quite understood. Um, also, too, as well. I never understood it either. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm I, understand the, I understand the UNC thing with the Jordan tie-in, granted. Um, but, I mean, UNC full of fake thugs, too, so whatever. Except for Rashid Wallace, only real nigga out of the whole group. Right. Um, first, of all, first of all, just off the strength that the nigga's name is Rashid. I mean... I mean, yes. I've, I've, I've yet to meet a Rashid that was a fake-ass nigga, so. <laughs> True. Um, but I will say the biggest winner of this tournament, no matter who wins two games in a row this weekend, is still the um, UMBC, University of Maryland, Baltimore County Retrievers, because they were the first men's 16 seed to be the one seed in college basketball tournament history. Um and not only did they beat them, they didn't just win on like a last-second shot like um, three of Loyola Chicago's victories have been. No shade, just saying that's the way it's gone for them. Three mm. of the four wins have been, you know, late game, you know, late possession, you know, lead-flipping shots, which, hey, that, those count too. Right, right. But right. UMBC fucking boat race Virginia. It was great. It was, it was like, did you even pinch the bitch? Like, goddamn. <laughs> Virginia had no shooters and no answers. It was great. Um, they had not. They had shit. They had shit. It was like, it was like when when you come. It's like when you come home, um, and you laid on your rent, and your damn leasing office done packed up all your shit and evicting you. You have you are left with nothing. Yep, I will they say them everything and give them nothing. 
A quick uh, search has shown me that Loyola University's tuition is forty two thousand seven hundred twenty bucks. Excuse me while I faint. <laughs> that just seems like a lot of money for one year of school, right? I understood when like PhDs cost that much. I don't quite understand when hey, let's go get a degree, shall you? In something cost that much. But enough about that. Uh, and then let's see over in the women's final four because I believe that tournament is also set to go on this weekend, Sunday and Tuesday. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, went chalk. Okay, um, all number one seeds, Louisville, Mississippi State, are playing against each other, and the Notre Dame, Connecticut, on the other side. Um, Notre Dame and Connecticut have a bit of a history in this March in the women's March Madness tournament. They seem to meet often, and Connecticut seems to get the better hand for the most part. Um, you know, last year Connecticut had their 112. Game win streak snapped in March Madness, um, which was cool because it brought like variety to the championship game, which is between Mississippi State and South Carolina, which was won, if memory serves me right, by South Carolina. Mm. Yeah, Mississippi State did all the work to knock them off and then lost by 12 in the championship game, but whatever. Um, that's basketball for you sometimes. That's the way the ball bounces. Mm-hmm. And so this year in the women's Final Four, like I said, it went chalk. Um, we got all the number one seeds. Um, Louisville beat Oregon State. Mississippi State beat UCLA. Connecticut beat South Carolina in what we cannot call a revenge game. And Notre Dame outpaced Texas A&M. Um, so, again, set up a final four of all one seeds. I have no idea what to think. Um, we just here so we don't get fined. Yes. It would be nice to see Mississippi State pull it off because they're really building a nice little program there after going to the title game last year. And especially when they went to the title game. I mean, they knocked off Goliath, like, for real. Um, yeah. And... I mean, Notre Dame has won their share of women's uh, titles. Um, obviously, Connecticut seems to win them all recently, last right. year or so. But um, the brand is strong. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring this up, the reason I bring this up, is because there has been a lot of dissent in sports talk media, and I follow Mina Kimes and Sarah Spain and a few others who are women in sports. Um, and it's it's funny seeing people like trash the fact that UConn has been so good for so long and has been so sustained. Um, and they say it makes the game unwatchable and all those other things. And it's like, you realize UConn didn't win at all last year, right? Like, last time we had this tournament, they didn't win at all. Um, right. And so, yes, there, there, there is a veritable talent gap um, between your haves and your have not sure. Um, but that does not mean that the games are bad uh, for that reason alone. Um, for example, we saw a 11 seed make it to the Sweet 16 in the women's game. Um, Oregon State was a 6 seed. So... It's possible um, for these gaps to close, but the way we do it is by continuing to support and promote, you know, women's sports. And the way we do that, um, I think that's a good time to stop talking about sporty sports. Then, maybe, oh, or at least the women's game and or college basketball in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that was a, a good wrap of uh, comment. Now, in in, in, the, in the professional area, um, <clears throat> it's almost time for the playoffs. If I had the sound queued up, I would uh, have the sound queued up of, play- of playoffs. Of, uh, wasn't it Wasn't Jim Moore that said that shit? It was Jim Moore. I think it was Jim Moore, Jim Moore. Yes, it was. But yes, it's almost time for the NBA. Now listen, listen, I'll tell you something. I am going to say this, and it may be a bit controversial, but... I know this has not been looking like the Cavaliers years. I know. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. You're doing amazing for you. But yeah, like I said, I know it's a bit controversial to still think this. And I know it hasn't necessarily been the Cavaliers year. But until, not saying it's impossible, but until I see someone in the Eastern Conference Beat LeBron James for seven straight games. LeBron James. LeBron James. I'm telling my black ass eye. Someone beat this nigga in the playoffs out of a seven game series. I'm still picking the game. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. You know what? That's the background music for this episode from now on. So I've just found a three-hour loop of this. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's enough. But yeah, that's all I have. Until I, until I see someone beat this nigga in seven games in the playoffs, 
I'm, I'm taking the Cavs in the East. Sorry. Yeah, same. Um, I don't see the Raptors getting out of the second round. Because they're the Raptors. Yeah, correct. I see them winning the first round in six because they have home court advantage. And... Yeah, they would be playing either the Sixers or the Pacers in round two, and I don't see them beating either one of those teams. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile we're 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 about who the fuck is it looking like the Celtics will play? Because that's the other uh, team that is supposed to quote dethrone the Cavs. I think if the playoffs started today, the Celtics would get the Bucks. But they would get Ante to Kumpo. Yes. Well, I don't know. Like I said, until because until I see someone beat the beat this nigga in the playoffs in seven games, I'm taking the Cavs. I'm sorry. Now, what in the fuck is going on in the West, and what in the fuck is going on with the goddamn Spurs? They have no, those are two very loaded questions. <laughs> um, goddamn mutant over there in San Antonio. What in the fuck? Right, and yet this is like when they started winning games all of a sudden. It's just strange, but um. Let's see. So let's look at the West. So it looks like our top three is pretty much solid. Um, I think we're going to get Rockets, Warriors, Blazers in that order. So I don't think the Blazers care anymore. I mean, not the Blazers, the Warriors. I don't think they care anymore. I think that, you know, with Steph Curry being hurt and Kevin Durant nursing an injury, they're just like, you know, we're just going to be a CC. We're going to beat the Jazz and the Timberwolves, whichever one we get, and um, get themselves ready for Blazers and presumably Spurs. Yeah, this is kind of like, fuck it. Fuck it. Well, autopilot. Fuck it. I, I, I hate to admit this. I do. Because it's forever. Fuck that nigga. Say it. James Harden is playing amazing basketball. He is. Fuck that nigga and everything he stands for. But he is playing amazing basketball. He is. He really is. I can't lie. He is. He still ain't deserve to win no goddamn MVP over Russie. But... The niggas playing amazing basketball. And that's about the only James Harden praise you will ever hear me say ever again in life. <laughs> because my pen runs that deep. As a left handed person, I can appreciate that he's putting on for left handedness. That's it. That's where that's it stops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh and also I know that OKC is a hot ass mess. Please don't add me. I'm very sensitive. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and also, I know that my King Rusty has not been playing good this season. Also, another sensitive topic. Please do not add me. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Um, but yeah, that's about really all I got. I'm just waiting for the playoffs because uh, sports are, are dead to me. Even though I still enjoy sports, they're dead to me. But you know, hey. Um, but a good thing. Well, well, I mean, the Hawks have a three-game losing streak in the East, which is only the second longest losing streak in the East. The Bulls have a five-game win currently. And your Thunder are sitting at the four seed right now. So, I mean, it ain't that bad, I guess. I cry every time. Um, it could be worse. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Um, but a good – well, not a good thing. But in light of a tragic thing, an awesome thing happened and that Boogie Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins, will offer to pay for – the funeral cost uh, for the family of uh, Stephon Clark. Uh, Stephon Clark, who will seemingly transition to in talking about this, was a a 22-year-old unarmed black man who was shot and killed by police um, on, was it yesterday? Um, yesterday? Or, su- or Sunday. Sunday, okay. okay. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, but... um. But yes, DeMarcus Cousins um, offered it offered to pay for the funeral. Um, it happened in Sacramento, and he uh, Boogie is a former Sacramento King. And and speaking of the Hawks, at the game, uh, the Pelicans versus Hawks game, uh, there were a bunch of protesters lying outside of the arena. Uh, they still played the game, but the stadium, uh, the arena was damn near empty. Um, and the owners came out and gave a statement, and then they talked to Boogie. And yeah, Boogie offered to pay um, for the funeral um, and aid his family, Stefan's family. So that's very, very good of Boogie. And if you ever heard um, our friend uh, Rashani over at Single Simulcast ever talk about Boogie's time in um, in Sacramento, 
this isn't like new territory for Boogie. Like you could say what you want about Boogie on the court, but off the court, this is the kind of stuff that Boogie did, like on a routine basis, like giving back to the community, helping people allowing stuff, using um, the hard earned money that he's earned being a phenomenal basketball player um, within the community. So um, this isn't um, out of character for Boogie. Um, it's pretty much kind of on brand, and it's a good uh, shout out to him for um, for. Um, Answering um, that call, and well, not even answering the call, but just out of the kindness of his heart, helping out of, um, and uh, definitely can use the uh, funds to bury uh, bury a loved one that should still be with us. So shout out to um, Boogie Cousins, right? And a big and fuck you to Grant here, here, the Sacramento News uh, Sacramento Sports Radio, sorry, who does nothing but every opportunity, no matter what. Please tell me he did not during. I don't think he said anything about it, but when the news story broke, I certainly added him because I wanted him to know that, hey, the dude you keep trashing for all these years is not the bad person you think he is. So stop that shit. Right. Right. Now is not the goddamn time. Now is not the time. Oh. All right. Now, uh, but yes, uh, Stephen, um, Stephen Clark, unfortunately, was, uh, was gunned down um, Yes, on Sunday. Sunday, hold on. Damn it, I had this is the this is the problem with having so many articles pulled up about it that you get on one and then if it goes to freezing on you. Oh yo, this was ooh, this was wait, this happened on March eighteenth. Hold on, wait a minute. Okay, well I apologize. I'm sorry. This I, I guess like in quote unquote black Twitter, I guess we just Finding out about it, I, I guess, but or really, it really broke. But he was shot back on March 18th. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, wow, wow. But yeah, Stefan was um an unarmed 22 year old father of two, um, standing in, in and this is from the Guardian, standing in his grandmother's backyard holding only his iPhone when officers who did not announce that they were police appeared in the dark, shouted at him to reveal his hands quickly and fired around a bullet at him before he could respond. Also, on uh, trigger warning uh, for anybody that may not want to hear this, uh, you can fast forward um, through this, or if you can't um, stomach this, you know, and just want to um, turn it, turn it off. We appreciate you for sticking with us this far. Um, yeah, his um his brother Stefante uh, had had been thrust into the national spotlight and forced to navigate media protests, lawyers, and donations while struggling through his own grief and anger. I shouldn't have to defend my brother. They, sh- they should they should be proving their innocence. Uh, Stevante told the Guardian on Sunday night during the interview in his friend's car. I'm exhausted. I hate this. I hate my life. But yo, yeah, he was killed back on 18th so, on March 18th. So I guess we just kind of getting word of it recently. But yeah, he was shot back on March 18th, 20 times. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, this story is. Woo. Um, it's been a lot, it's been a lot. and. I found out that apparently they muted their body cams. Say it again, you broke up a little bit. I was saying that apparently they muted their body cams when they like approached the house. And it's like, why would you do that? Mm. Well, I mean, you, um, but yeah, it's just another, sadly, just another, another, another black, another black black person killed by the police for no for no for no reason and who we will probably never see justice for because today it it broke that the uh, officers that would that killed um Alton Sterling won't, won't face any uh, won't face any criminal charges right i mean i guess putting the knee in the guys back and then like pumping shots into them is at least procedure what they're telling us yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. I guess they're saying, you know, hey, just nothing to see here. Just beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns, mm-hmm. beautiful gowns. Yeah. Moving back to uh, uh, Stefan Clark. Um, apparently, they said that he had a toolbar. So, like, was this nigga running around with like a like Google Chrome extension on his on his waist? Like, what he, he, had, he had a search bar and like ad block going on his waist when they shot him or something. Like, what? That's so stupid. Like, and. It's the sort of thing that, again, you can go to Google Images right now. You can search toolbar, that's all you will find. It's not a real thing. So that was obviously. obviously. And then now they're saying, oh, you found a source with a gun. What phone do you think it's a gun? Right. 
what kind of transformer ass phone you think niggas have? And like, what what are we doing here? Like, you think the phone is star screen? Like, if you had an AK forty seven with lock screen, it's still not a real gun. What, like, what the fuck you think? You think the phone made of vibranium? Like, what are we talking about here? Uh, it's just police lying to other police and then lying to us and then investigating themselves and finding nothing wrong with the investigation of themselves. It's going to be the same old shit. It's going to be the same old shit. And, like, I hate that my spirit is so broken in this way, but my spirit is so broken in this way. Like, Yeah, I think I, it's, it's sad that you, that we, I, and I think a lot of a lot of us, a lot of, a lot of people of color, uh, specifically black people, like, we just... Yeah, I think broken and expecting the same old nothing will happen is is pretty much where we're at with it. And there's nothing, there's no nothing historically or currently that will point to any sign of we should, excuse me, we should expect change or something to happen. Um, and this is not to discourage anyone. From fighting, we'll talk about, you know, some who are fighting in just a second. Um, this is not to discourage anyone or to say that the fight shouldn't continue. It's just a very, 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 very hard fight. And it is discouraging when, like you said, I guess, putting, it, putting your knee in someone's back and shooting them is just standard procedure if they're brown or black. So... Um, peace to his family, to all the families. Um, I know there was a bit of, I want to say controversy, but it's also kind of one of those, um, nuanced things, um, that I know, um, you know, was brought up um, again about Alton and people most like mostly black women having mixed feelings about him because I think he was caught up in a, was it a rape charge or, uh, it was something. I think it was a uh, uh, knowledge of the minor charge or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It, it was something that was bad. Like, it was some kind of, like, charge of, like, an abuse of some form towards, you know, a woman or a, girl, or a young girl or something like that. So, I'm not here to tell anybody how to feel about that, specifically of all black women. So, because I know that's a very touchy one to kind of reconcile with, hey, that you don't want this, um... You don't want this the the cops to shoot this black man, but you also don't want this black man to be abusing women or little girls or whatever. So that's a tough one to reconcile. And I am not here to tell anybody how they can wrestle with that, let alone uh anybody, let alone black women. So I know that I saw a bit of that on the timeline, and um, and I I saw it, and like I said, I, I wasn't in a position to tell anybody how to feel. I just kind of let people feel how they felt, but. Um. Yeah, man. I, and and people and and people wonder and people wonder why we say fuck the police. People, people, and by people we mean uh clear folk. But you know, right. That's the same. I mean, meanwhile we contrast. Okay, so Alton Sterling's killers didn't get convicted. Um, what was oh boy who the woman cop shot him like on the outside of the car? They claimed he was reaching back in the car for a gun, but the window was up, so he couldn't reach back in the car for a gun because the fucking window was up. Uh, she didn't get charged, but a buddy who killed that white girl, uh, Muhammad Noor, um, he's been he's been tried. Mm. He's he had to turn himself in for murder and manslaughter charges. So it's like, oh yeah, the black cop who shot the white one. I think that was an accident based on how that story went. Um, has to go through all of the shit, but when they kill us, nothing. Right, nothing, nada. <sighs> to be black. Be black in this country, man. To be black in this country, but um, so oh, I did not tell you to play here. I did not tell you to play there. Oh, here you go to media takeout browser again. Uh, you know the fuck what? Nope. Blame CNN. Oh, uh, but yeah. So speaking of speaking of lies, so with all of the police, I mean not police. Speaking of shootings, um, with all of these school shootings and gun and um that have um, been taking place recently, and really it's all of the time, to be perfectly honest, which is sad, but you know that's the reality that we live in. Um, the kids, because of, because adults are stupid as fuck, the kids of the Parkland shooting and um kids all over the country 
have started to organize um, and trying to push for some kind of gun control or gun reform in the wake of all of these uh, school shootings. And the reform they are pushing is wrought with issues. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. They're, they're getting crazy. They're getting, crazy. They're getting crazy because they want to work with the state. And black kids are like, no, no. Uh, it's it's kind of fucked the state over here. Um, because the state has been trashed to us for so long that we need them to not have anything to do with progressive, progressive decisions. Yeah, it's um. Now here's what I will say about about how I feel about the march and stuff because it's it's a lot to unpack here, right? So, on the one hand, I feel like the reason that we are here is because adults have failed the kids. Yes. Uh, that is, that's pretty much the main reason why we're here is because as adults, we have failed these kids. And I mean, I'm not going to say we, we, we ain't been in charge of for so damn long and we ain't had a chance to really be well, watching. You know what I mean? Yeah, in general sense. But, I'm just saying I'm not taking the blame for like our generation. We ain't in charge of shit yet. So. Well, yeah. No, well, we, we broke his fucking mouth because... <laughs> Right. But, you know, society has failed these kids. Adults have failed these kids. So it's sad that it's sad that kids have to try to change what adults should have taken care of years ago. You know what I mean? Like, um, so that's one thing. Right. And then, too, like you said, like not all of the things that are being pushed um, are the best. Um, but the, also the other sad reality of it is, is that. <laughs> Even though it's not the best, it's still better than what the fuck adults have been doing, which is which is depressing as fuck in itself. Um, and then, um, at least, so from what I saw, and I can only speak from what I saw. Um, from what I saw, it was uh, I saw a lot of, uh, and again, just what I saw. Uh, I saw a lot of uh, in- inclusivity. Um, I saw a lot of these kids, um, uh, a lot of kids of color, a lot of marginalized kids speaking up and being allowed to speak. And um, those kids with um, certain amounts of privileges, um, acknowledging that and taking a step back and saying, hey, these, you know, uh, marginalized kids um, need to speak and have their voices heard with, you know, their unique intersectional issues from what I saw. Um, So, you know. Shout out to whoever is guiding these kids or and organizing these kids or help or helping organize these kids. Um, um, I would like to say, th- see, this is what this is what while people and well, and when I say people, I read niggas on Twitter and black Twitter while y'all and uh, and of course, you know, what I'm saying hashtag y'all. Hashtag y'all. While motherfuckers were complaining about all oh, y'all too woke and all oh, y'all using all these big words and all oh, y'all speaking in Tumblr all day and blah, 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 blah. These kids are a result of that because they damn sure ain't learning these words and these concepts and these nuances and intersectionalities and, you know, getting woke as fuck. They damn sure ain't, ain't learning from y'all complaining all the goddamn time. They learning from some fucking well. So it, it serves a purpose. It serves a purpose for, you know, the, the, the wokes TM, quote unquote, to be woke and shit because it, it's rubbing off on the kids. And the kids are out there trying to get some kind of change happening because of those were too motherfucking stupid to fix this shit way before now. So, right. um, hashtag day. Yeah, hashtag day. Um, and, but I also understand there's a, a, also a, I will say this. I, there have been people saying that some folks are mad at the kids because uh, they're getting a level of of attention brought to them and a level of coverage and support and stuff that, you know, that isn't and wasn't and will never be there for, like, Black Lives Matter or in cases like, you know, Stephon Clark and uh, Alton Sterling and this, that, and the third. Um, also, let me say this before. Um, Again, I for, at least, again from what I've seen, these kids have been bringing that up. They have been talking about, um, you know, and they have been saying it's intersectional and intertwining. Like, hey, march for our lives also mean march for Black Lives Matter, and 
you know, this, that, and the third, again, from what I've seen. Because um, I think even, I think even, well, shit, um, Martin um, Luther King's granddaughter, I think. Did she speak? Wasn't it, wasn't it her granddaughter? I mean, his granddaughter? I, yeah, I think it was a granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think it was granddaughter. She spoke at one, at one of the uh, one of the um, rallies, but um, but I say that say this. I I didn't see anybody being mad at the kids. I saw people being frustrated with. While it's great that you are listening to these kids, one, it should have fixed this a long time ago so that the kids wouldn't be in this fucking situation, and then two. If you're listening to these kids, you could have listened when it was uh, Tamir Rice. You could have listened when it was Ayanna Jones. You could have listened when it was Stephon Clark. You could have listened when it was Trayvon. I saw people being frustrated at the the obvious double standard and really at white people for picking and choosing when they want to listen to these issues and shit. I, I didn't see anybody mad at the kids themselves. Um, not saying that they don't exist because, you know, it's always one or two. But I just didn't see it, and I don't want to sensationalize it that like it's like this overwhelming number when I didn't see it myself, just so we can have something to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, what I didn't like was the uh, NRA dude who tried to Photoshop old girl, um, apparently ripping up the Constitution. Oh, see, I didn't see that, but see, yeah, that, I saw that shit, and I was just like, what? It, she she was doing something else, some other project, something. She was ripping up like a like a target, like one of the like shooting targets. I think she was ripping one of those out. Somebody photoshopped and made it to the Constitution and tried to say, oh, she's an anti-American, yada, yada, yada. It's like, no, you can't photoshop things and say that they're the truth. Because if you could do that, I could just photoshop all y'all ripping up the Constitution. Not and then what? Mm. Right. Uh, speaking of the NRA, shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to Killer Mike for being used as a puppet again. Run the fools. Run the fools. Oh, boy. Uh, I won't even go into that. But yeah, that nigga, he he the he is 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 the onk general of putting his foot in his goddamn mouth. So, but anyway, but yeah, I listen. I I think um, I think what these kids are doing is great. Um, I I'm 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 happy. It's great to see young people mobilizing. You know what I mean? Like that to me, that's always a good thing to see young people mobilizing. And again, what they're pushing for, all of it isn't um, good necessarily, but it's something, and it's something where I feel like with the right guidance, like these kids can be, um, it can be more all encompassing and more beneficial, uh, particularly again to um, the the groups of, of color and and marginalized groups within within this um how these kids are organizing um more black and brown faces uh more intersectional uh faces um a lot of black girl faces um ah uh, it's it was I saw so many clips of so many black girls speaking it it warmed my heart and they were speaking so eloquently and to the point and like look this 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 is what the fuck it is and this is what the fuck it gonna be and this is what the fuck it needs to be. Like, I was so proud. I was so happy. And like I say, I encourage this. And again, I understand the frustration because, you know, if you could have if you could have listened now, you could have listened then. I definitely understand the frustration. But like I say, I didn't see anybody like literally mad at the kids or going at the kids. So I don't want to say like, come on here and be like, y'all was mad. at. No, I didn't see that. And honestly, I it's one of those things where you see people outraged at the outrage but you don't see the actual outrage correct so you know so that's that on that um so a bit of sad news um speaking of speaking of people not getting shit right so unfortunately we had a great run y'all we had a great run but it seems like we're going to have going to have to unfortunately retire the crown and collars misconnection section for the foreseeable future, at least. Um, for the foreseeable future, at least. Um, because garbage ass laws coming out of DC, and 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 we know where and we know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And Craigslist responded in kind by saying, "All right, if y'all see that, we can be responsible for people do just throughout not necessarily through us endorsing them with each other. Well, fuck y'all, we pulled all the first down, and that includes this connection. Which yeah. I hope." Six months from now, or three months from now, or three weeks from now, 
is the first thing that they read. Uh, I'm gonna say, and then also the only thing they read. Yeah, so yeah, it's some puritanical bullshit, you know. And again, you know where the fuck is coming from. Um, but yeah, so Craigslist, and I got this from uh, CNN. Craigslist is shutting down its personal section. The service announced on Friday that it will no longer operate the portion of its website that allows individuals to seek encounters with strangers. The move comes two days after the Senate approved of bipartisan legislation called the Stop Enabling Sex, Traffic- Sex Traffickers Act. The legislation now awaiting that man's signature would create an ex- exception to the Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act, which would pave the way for victims of sex tra- trafficking to sue websites that facilitate their abuse. The House version already passed with overwhelming support, received an endorsement from the White House. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act is a legal protection that gives a broad layer of immunity to online companies for being held liable for user-generated content. Companies are expected to act in good faith to protect users from, quote, obscene, lewd, levacious, filthy, excessively violent, harassing, or otherwise objectionable content, content, end quote. Critics argue it can and has been used as a shield that protects companies from being held liable. Hmm. Annoying. Hmm. The only reason I'm annoyed by this is because, again, we lost our totem. We lost our, our disconnection section. I'm sad about that. We need to get that shit together. Right. Because, I mean, let's keep it, let's keep it all the way 100 funky clear. These motherfuckers don't give a fuck about sex work and sex trafficking. Let's keep. I mean, I mean, I mean, let's let's really. I mean, like, let's let's really talk about this shit. These motherfuckers, this these motherfuckers don't give a goddamn about sex trafficking and shit. They don't. No, they don't. This is this is this is one of those things where they're trying to pass their own agendas. Um, and the fact that it was bipartisan is, I don't want to say disappointing, but it's kind of hmm. But anyway, um. Yeah, it's kind of, mm. but yeah, you, you niggas don't give a fuck about sex trafficking. You don't. You got a whole ass rapist in the White House. You don't give a fuck about no goddamn sex trafficking and abuse. Get the fuck out of here. But anyway, so for the foreseeable future, unfortunately, unfortunately, this is the end of the Crown and Collars Misconnection section. Uh, hopefully they get their shit together, but we will find something that will replace it. Um, it and provides hashtag content for y'all. So don't fret. Do not. I don't know fret. what that is yet. Um, it'll probably be me reading old tweets of Raptors fans pining for Andrew Wiggins to sign for them, to sign with them rather. We'll figure out a way to trade for him, or otherwise we'll have Andrew Wiggins make the basketball team worse. We'll figure something out. Correct. So, so yeah. So that's that. But. Speaking of hashtag content, <laughs> so fast food chains and restaurants, um, they have been beef, they have been being spicy on the bird as of late. VV spicy, VV spicy. Uh, we had where Texas, uh, Outback Steakhouse and Texas, um, uh, was it Texas Outhouse, Texas Roadhouse? Oh, so Texas Roadhouse and Outback in the past, in which. Um, Outback was very clearly like swinging that air. Um, Texas Roadhouse, I mean, landed on all that punches almost, but Outback tried. They were there, they were present. Good job, good effort. But, um, no, Texas Roadhouse definitely, um, took the cake on that one. But that's not the real reason we're talking about this. Jeremy, tell them the real reason we're talking about this. The real reason we are talking about this is because <laughs> Wendy's, Wendy's, yes, Wendy's. Dropped an EP. Wendy's dropped an EP, like ham, like Hamburger Helper before it. Of Wendy's dropped a five-track EP on, I think Sunday. No, Saturday. On Saturday, it was Saturday. Um, and <laughs> and we gonna play some of this shit. I already fell for this before. Listen, 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 listen to me, listen to me. I don't care what Bianca say. To me, this shit is fire. To me. But, but we're going to play some of this shit. 
and get these jokes off and, and let y'all listen to it as we listen to it. I'm taking my headphones off. <laughs> the first, the first, the, 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 listen, it's on Spotify. The, the shit, the, the name of the goddamn EP is called We Beefing. Wendy's. At Wendy's, please. We Beefing. Please. Hamburger, help us with your fault. The. Fuck with this beat. Why we can't progress no nowhere as a, as a, as a, as a people. Just hate, Just hate right. for no reason. Good morning from Portland, everybody. Just hate for no reason. Next one called "Rest in Greece." Rest in Greece. Who the fuck? Oh, look, it's fulfilling myself. How how clever. Dollars get your wig together. Get your wig. <laughs> your chicken too lazy for this beef, McDonald's. Woo! You can't tell me that shit will play. Rest in Greece. That's gonna be the show title, by the way. That is be- that is the show title. Rest in Greece. This shit is lame. I'm sorry. Okay, y'all don't have to like it. This shit is lame to me. This one is called clowning. Okay, that one ain't as fire. That one ain't as fire. Thank you. That one ain't as fire. Thank you for coming to Earth with me and, and realizing the truth, the way and the light. Again, yeah. I refuse to fall for this. Two out of three. Two out of three. One is, is a dude. One is a dude. You're not going to tell me rest in Greece weren't flames. I, I, listen, you sure you ain't a Russian bot? Because you're not going to tell me that shit ain't gone. You're not going to tell me. Those are not trapped. Four for four. Four for four, my nigga. Come on. Come on. Come on, Wendy's. Come on with this heat. Sorry? Three for, sorry, two for three. What you mean four for four? Four for four. 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 Four
before that lick the best. Four for four, forgive the rest. Oh, so the track is called four for four, never mind. Four for four, that lick the best. Four for four, forgive the rest. Four for four, you getting blessed. Okay. Okay. Queen Queen B, Lil Kim on uh, reference. I get it. Okay, keep going. All right. Listen, listen, y'all don't don't be like Bianca, y'all. Get this win this mixtape in your life. Get this win this EP in your life. This shit is flames, okay? Don't be like Bianca. Don't be a hater. I bet if you played the track backwards with the helper track, it'd be like some sort of pentagram that would form on your ceiling. <laughs> Play them in reverse order. See what happens. <laughs> fucking wormhole doesn't open up in your closet. <laughs> A wormhole open up and Thanos just pop out that motherfucker. Okay. So 1943 pops out of it. That's what pops out of it. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Listen. I listen. It slings to me. I don't care. Oh, uh, but that's it. That's it. That's it. We um we are doing excellent on time actually. Um. So yeah, that's about all I got. I think we have given y'all niggas uh. A pretty good show, and like I said, oh, you know, we ain't getting you no show yet. It's your boy Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed y'all last week. I was counting all these millions the Vikings guaranteed me, eighty-six to be exact, baby. What's going on? How y'all doing? It's me, Kurt Cousins, quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Welcome, he who is Kurt Cousins. It has been such a long time. I know. <laughs> But, but, I mean, I, I mean, caught a cramp in my hand. He who is Kirk Cousins, exactly how much did they give you? He who is Kirk Cousins. $86 million cold, hard cash. Fully guaranteed. I will never be broke again in my life. He who, he who is Kirk Cousins. What? Yes. Just what is what was the first thing that you did after you signed your contract? He who is Kirk Cousins. First thing I did after I signed my contract was I walked to the Maserati store. <laughs> and I bought the lot. You bought, you bought the whole last lot. He who was Kirk Cousins. I'm going to play football for free. I bought the whole Maserati lot. I bought the whole, bought the whole Tesla lot. You can't tell me shit. Because it is me, your boy, Kirk Cousins. And I'm out, you baby. Paid. He who was Kirk Cousins, what do you expect of your new team? Super Bowl champions. Super Bowl champion, he who is Kirk Cousins. You know it. Don't it sound so good? He he who is Kirk Don't Cousins. Don't it sound so good? He who is Kirk Cousins. It, we thought that the Broncos were actively pursuing you. What happened with that, he who is Kirk Cousins? Man, them niggas wasn't pursuing me. I don't know what their issue was, though. They don't know what they missed out on, baby. I mean, it could have <laughs> been me playing quarterback for them instead of, you know, the guy I replaced. He who is Kirk Cousins, what? Um, there was a rumor that you were supposed to be traded to the 49ers to reunite with Kyle Shanahan. What happened with that, and why do you feel that they went with Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo instead of you, he who is Kirk Cousins? Do you think they well, couldn't see, afford you? Well, see, the racial service was going to do that. They was going to lose. 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 You think I was going to say, no, no, I wasn't. I was going to play that little contract out. Now they're paying me an average of 28 mil a year. Average of 28 mil a year. Yeah. You know what that feels like? 
I, 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 I'm a broke boy. He who has coke, Kirk Cousins. I don't even yeah, know. That's right. That's the second thing I did after I went after I signed that contract. a glass thing, So he who is Kirk Cousins, who had who snorts more more coke, you or Bruno Mars? Come on, man. <laughs> Wait, I gotta perform for 16 weeks a year. It's definitely Bruno. <laughs> He who is Kirk Cousins, do you feel like Bruno Mars is a cultural appropriator? Hell no. What does people talk about with that shit? <laughs> Y'all just making shit up just want to be mad. Nah, I don't get it. I don't want to be happy. I want to be paid. All the rest of it doesn't mean that much to me. And you are not saying that I'm not socially conscious because, I mean, I know what's going on in this world, baby, but be happy. You know what I mean? Be happy. You might be No, you're fully guaranteed one he he who is Kirk Cousins. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he who is Kirk Cousins. What do you feel about um this Stormy Daniels story? Come on, now you know I don't talk about that motherfucker. He's so goddamn. He who he who is Kirk Cousins? Who do you see winning the final, winning the um, the, NC, the March the NCAA um, tournament this year? Um, I believe Bianca said this earlier, but we all won because UNC lost. <laughs> but don't even matter. It don't even matter. It don't matter. He who is Kirk Cousins. That's correct. <laughs> My Spartans are out of it. I'm sad about that. But so are the Tartans. So I'm happy about that. It all washed. I just want some good games. He was Kirk Cousins. What is your thoughts on this recent epidemic of hashtag Florida man committing crimes in Flo- in the state of Florida? Recent? <laughs> How the hell long have you had the internet, sir? I mean, I know South Carolina is recent, but you know how long we've been on Florida man as a concept? I apologize, he was Kirk Cousins. You know, we just got internet down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, can, we, don't, we don't have we don't have 86 mil down here, unfortunately, he who is Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for your time, he who is Kirk Cousins. I think that's all the time we have um, for this visit. But please be sure to st- stop by with us again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to be around. And, and congratulations on your new contract, he who is Kirk Cousins. Boy! Could, you, could you please bring back Bianca? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Bianca. All right. Well, that was... Uh... He hoops his Kirk Cousins. He hoops his <laughs> The return of hoops is Kirk Cousins. That's right. Good for that young man to get all that money. Money I wish I had. Don't we all? Um, but And with that, we are going to get up out of here. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Um, Bianca, you got any parting words? Um, parting words, parting words. Um... Yes, really quickly. Um, if you see somebody who is gender nonconforming or transgender or whatever, and you organically get the chance to say a nice word or what have you, then yeah, go ahead on and do it. It's cool, whatever. But don't don't make a show out of it. Don't make a show, out of it, please, because that just usually just embarrasses us because we we just want to fit in. We don't want to stand out in those ways, and it would be a big help because again, that shit is annoying. Um, you know, say say your piece and move on, but stop looking for feathers in, in your cap off. Not what we're here Tokenism is a thing. I think that's the proper term. Like when you treat a marginalized person like a token or some like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, look at me being nice to this marginalized person. Oh, look at me, aren't I brave? Ain't that ain't that what it is? Pretty much, yeah. Like don't don't go doing that. That is it annoys us, it pisses us off. Um I mean, you'll see people, see people who, like, like fairly early in the journey who, like, just receive the compliment and don't think about that way. But, yeah, no, just on average, just err on the side of, if the opportunity presents itself, sure, I'll say a nice word, but stop breaking down. Nice. We, we don't get up in a point to cool point and shit like that. That is, that is especially what you're doing for you, and you're going to please be in a position where I got to be awkward about talking shit. So, yes, please, you know, like, say something nice for, like, posting a Fire Women Friday hashtag or something like that. But, like, I don't know. Just, know. Like, just encountering somebody who's trans and not following the street. Just don't. Like, don't be a jerk. Again, don't be a jerk. Yeah. Let it, like let it be genuine, not performative. There you go. Exactly. exactly. All right. But I think uh, for me, um, 
Um, as I first of all, let me tell you something. Let me tell you somebody who I stand for with no shame. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. Um, Nisa Nash is everything. I stand by that. I endorse that. I will die on the hill for that. Um, yeah, I just I, I stand, and she is finer than Lion Mane, and I just love everything about Nisa Nash. Um, don't be head ass and weird on Al Green's internet. Um, I'm saying. Yeah. Don't be no head out. Thank you. No head Thank you, Bianca Songs. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um but yeah, I ain't got bad. Hashtag never forget when Prince uh side out the fuck out of Trace on <laughs> Do you know some people still retweet that tweet of mine when I use the GIF to this day of that shit? <laughs> Never forget. How can you sleep if you ain't here? Oh. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know, you know Prince looking down like now that Trey done got arrested for domestic violence, he looking down at him with the damn side. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. But that's it. We're going to get up out of here. We'll be back next week. Well, we have another show for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and be a greater hoe and not a hater hoe. And we are out. Bye, y'all. I'm back on the expressway and I'm out this burst. I know you're waiting for daddy and mommy now. Shout out to be patient because I'm coming.